It's a big week when RHAP is on the road in Chicago. Check out my live show from Chicago. That's going to be up on Thursday, Wednesday night. Shannon Gus is going to be live with you with Kelly Wentworth after Survivor. And we preview the Dondi finale with Dealer No Deal Island host Joe Manganiello all right here on RHAP. We know reality TV. Bryce, what it do, baby? It's your boy, Mr. June, in the flesh from the critically acclaimed Zaddy Calendar. That's right, for those of you who don't know, Davy Rickenbacker. From season 37, David versus Goliath. Man, my DM's been going off the hook since I posted that thing to my story, dude. I appreciate you letting me be a part of it. So, Bryce, I was going through my camera roll recently, right? You know, deleting some photos, making some room so I could take some more zaddy-ass photos for whoever needs them. (laughs) And I come across this screenshot of me on FaceTime with you and Wendell at my watch party when I played my idol for Christian. And, man, you guys were so hyped. You can just see it in your facial expressions, man. I love y'all, boys. Y'all are the epitome of Survivor family, dude. But speaking of Survivor family, when we gonna get up, man? Look, dude, the CDC told us mask off, brunch is back, people catching flights, not feelings, it's Sundra season. <laughs> Are we outside, outside, bitch? We'll figure it out, though, because I know you're gonna keep your ears to the streets. You know how I know that, right? Because it's a, it's a, it's a Purple Pants podcast, baby. It's the Purple Pants, it's the Purple Pants, it's the Purple Pants podcast. You better get your headphones and listen up quick. It's the Purple Pants podcast. You better listen in public, might make your stomach hurt. It's the Purple Pants podcast. You're trying to unwind, you better get that box wine. It's the Purple Pants podcast. You're trying to get your snack, you better hurry right back, though. It's the Purple Pants, it's the Purple Pants. Hello and welcome to episode 95. We outside of the Purple Pants podcast and I serve as your host Bryce Isaiah and I am so glad you guys clicked that play button. Want to give a shout out to all of my first time listeners. What's up? Welcome to the Purple Pants podcast. I want to say a warm hello. Oh, hello, uh, oh, to my purple pants posse. What's up? What it do, baby? Listen, y'all, we outside, okay? Like Davey said, we outside, outside, outside. Miss Summer has officially arrived. It's 90 degrees in Philly. The sun is out. It's been beautiful. I've been seeing more and more people out. So that tells me we're outside. Now, I'm fully vaccinated, so baby boy is outside. I'm still wearing my mask, but when I'm outside, I'm outside. Before we get into this week's episode, I just want to say, if you have not subscribed to this podcast, what you waiting for? What's going on? Make sure you guys are subscribed to the Purple Pants Podcast at Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, wherever it is that you get your podcasts from. I'm there. Hit the subscribe button write a review and tell a friend to tell a friend that we outside over here on the purple pants podcast what has everyone been up to since the last time i didn't had your ear me myself i've really been trying to let my hair down and enjoy the summer I don't know if anyone else is like this, 
But I really had to come to the conclusion that I get anxiety about going outside now. I'm so used to being in my house. I work remotely so I can do 100% of my job from my home. And I, although we've been complaining about it, I really feel as though I've gotten complacent in it. Like, I'm I'm fine with staying in my house. I feel like it's a win if I haven't moved my car all day. I'm saving on the gas. The more I think about it and realize, I'm like, baby boy, you are not going outside. You're not interacting with your friends. You're not living your life. And this weekend, I was able to get outside. My friend Sarah had invited me to her friend's pool. And baby boy was laying in the sun. Okay. You know, I'm a Pisces, so I'm a water sign. So I love the water. It just was a really great day and weekend for me just to be outside hanging and interacting with friends. It was like so weird. I didn't even know what to do. They were like, oh, you're so shy. I'm like, really? I'm not. But I just have not had interaction like that in such a long time. And my personality, I love to interact with people. I love to talk to random people. I love to say hello. I love to, you know, embrace people. And I just really thought about it. And I was like, you know what? I've gotten complacent being in my house and I'm okay with not leaving. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to force myself to go ahead and go to this pool. Because normally I would have just told my friend, maybe another time. Okay. Been back in the bed watching Netflix. But I really do want to enjoy this summer. I really do want to experience things I want to do it safely but I also you know want to live my life I ain't gonna let this pandemic stop me we've you know been at a halt for such a long time and we are really turning the corner and I'm fully vaccinated so baby boy is outside now I also got some updates on listen I'm first of all I'm tired of giving you updates on this fungi net situation so I told y'all my mom Told me to drench the soil on alcohol. Shout out to Miss Gina. She says smother the soil in newspaper. And so all was good. And I would literally say this morning when I went to go record my podcast, I, you know, I like to check on my babies, say hello, how you doing? Play a little city girl and little Kim for them because you know you gotta speak to your plants. I get that from Miss Barb. Because every morning, Miss Barb wakes up and literally touches all of her plants. Now, I don't go as far as all of that. But I do be like, hey, what's up, Keisha? Hey, what's up, Johnny? And, you know, play a little music. But so my one plant that I was having an issue with that I said was cured last episode. This episode, I like shucked the plant a little bit. And I saw a couple of the gnats. Not a lot, but a couple Listen, I never ran to the drugstore so fast and got more alcohol and I drenched the soil again. And I called my mom. I said, Barb, they're back. And my mom was like, it's okay, Bryce. She was like, it's a process. You know, you have to probably drench the soil a couple of times. So you want to drench the soil, water it, and you know, Maybe in a week time, drench it again. So listen, fungi genets, I'm so over y'all, okay? Y'all not going to run my houseplants out of the house. 
but I just wanted to give y'all that update because I had a lot of people reaching out to me telling me that what they were doing with their plants. And I just want to give a huge shout out to my college friend, Betsy. We went to Temple together and she reached out to me about last week's episode, which a lot of people did reach out uh, just talking about, you know, opening up with friends and Francesca and just how so much they could relate to me or it made them think about their friendships in a different way. And I'm so appreciative of that. But shout out to my girl, Betsy. Okay. She was like, Bryce, I'm a member of the Purple Pants Posse. And I was like, oh my God, I can't believe Betsy listens to my podcast from college. Okay. So yeah, shout out to my girl, Betsy. And shout out to everyone that reached out to me. uh, Just talking about last week's episode and the plants. But listen, enough about all of that. We outside. Let's get into this week's episode. It is a casual tea episode and we got the baby boy Amon back and we are breaking down a couple of different little headlines that's been in the news this week. We are talking about Naomi Osaka leaving, walking away from the French Open. We are talking about Simone Biles and her scoring. We are talking about Dr. Fauci and them emails that leaked. We're talking about Issa Rae joining the Spider-Man world and we're talking about the name Karen. So you definitely don't want to miss this week's Casual Tea. And we've got Gangsta Gurry back this week for your Purple Pants premonitions. He is DJing our energy for the month of June. We got the freak of the week and of course we got the church announcements so listen let's get into these church announcements On this week's church announcements, it really came to my mind when we outside, you know, we haven't been outside and around people in such a long time. And it really came to my mind that we all struggle with insecurities. It doesn't matter how popular you think somebody is, how successful you think somebody is, how talented, how athletic, how pretty, how handsome. Everyone has insecurities. And I feel like because we've been inside For so long, we've gotten just used to ourselves and our own thinking. And as we are entering the world and interacting with other people, I realize that some of our insecurities might spike again. And I just want to encourage someone that is listening to know that no matter what your insecurity is, You got to celebrate it. You got to embrace it because we tend to allow our insecurities to consume us. We think the worst of ourselves. We're so hard on ourselves. And when I say ourselves, you know, I'm talking about me. I feel like this pandemic has taken so much from us. I refuse to beat myself up anymore. I refuse to allow my insecurities to have control over my life anymore. And I really want to just embrace them because truly your insecurities are really the things that make you you. And we need to celebrate ourselves. We don't need to beat ourselves up. Trust me, this world will do it enough for us. So this week's church announcement, I really want to encourage someone to embrace your insecurities. Okay, live 
in your truth. Celebrate yourself. Do something that you wouldn't normally do because of your insecurities, okay? Whether it's taking your hat off, whether it's wearing, you know, something that you was like, you know what, I don't want to wear this. It don't fit. I gained a couple pants. Wear it, okay? Whether if it's playing the music that you want to play, whether it's eating food that you want to eat, whether it's whatever it is, whatever your insecurities may be, live in it. Celebrate it. Celebrate yourself because we have to. If we don't, no one else will. And know that your insecurities are what make you you. And although we try to hide it, we try to act like we don't see it. And that truly holds us hostage. And I want to free ourselves. We outside. We not letting insecurities control us anymore. So that's your homework. Purple Pants Posse, celebrate yourself this week do something you wouldn't normally do that you're, you're scared of because you feel like that somebody gonna judge you or you don't like the way you look that we're not doing that over here celebrate yourself don't let your insecurities control you okay and that is this week's church announcements It's a casualty with a modern B. It's a casualty with a modern B. It's a casualty with a modern B. It's a casualty. And keeping the men, you roll in, we back. Back, 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 put it up, 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 um, when I drink coffee, it gives me an like I'm drinking alcohol, like a euphoria. Yeah, like I well, just uh, is that is that the feeling of drunkness, like euphoria? Well, like you, sometimes, like uh, alcohol, like will like raise your dopamine levels. So, like maybe you're getting like a bit of a rush. You know May, what I mean? Maybe, but listen, when I used to be in the office, I remember one time my like my manager at the time was like, "Bryce, we're gonna need for you to limit your." Uh, coffee intake now mind you at the time when they had said that to me because i was borrowing creamer i thought <laughs> they were saying because of that but my like my manager was like yeah your energy first of all don't tell me how much coffee i can listen but wait they really told you to stop yeah. drinking coffee because you were too hype <laughs> well i don't think it was formal i think it was like informal but like my manager really was like i mean when you drink because i would have to have coffee in the afternoon because like my energy level would like plummet so i wouldn't be like most people that drink coffee in the morning i would drink coffee like after lunch mm-hmm. so it could like give me that like whatever and so my job be in a copy of room like hey can you keep up baby <laughs> <laughs> I can't drink coffee. I my anxiety has gotten like so bad in my twenties that like drinking coffee just sends me into a really really bad state. I just get too jittery, too hyper focused. It's just it's just not a good look for me. So I have to I have to find other ways to to wake myself up. 
I well listen, you're missing out. But I one know. thing that one thing I don't understand is what the hell is the point of decaf? Some people just love the taste of it. You know, they just love that little taste. And there's still, I mean, they say decaf, but there's still like a little, because you can never really strip it entirely of the caffeine. So there's still like a little dose of it in there. It's mm. just to a lesser degree. It's for people that don't want, you know, to be up all night, but they want to drink some coffee. They want the taste of the, of the beans, you know, of the roast. Listen, if I can't have this dopamine with my coffee, <laughs> you can keep it. Okay. <laughs> But, um, yes, my coffee has me <clears throat> ready to sing it. Sing it out, baby. The casual tea. <laughs> All right, that, that was a tie. Okay. But. Excited to be back for what is the fan favorite, the casual tea with Armand and B. Y'all love it. We love it. I think it is, I don't, you know, so amazing that we have this space for us to just, like, I. we call it the casual tea, but it's really a key key uh, about just like, you know, the random current events that are going on and things that come across our our teapot but before we get into this week's casual tea i wanted to just follow up with you on invincible oh did you watch so i did um and so mind you i'm only on episode three Mm-hmm. So I don't know what I was expecting to what I don't know what but it was. But it wasn't that. It was not that. Um, <laughs> then I was like, "Oh, child, it really is a cartoon, cartoon." <laughs> but I will have to say, um, as and mind you, they're like hour long episodes. Yes. So I did. I did get into that. Um, and. So first episode, I was like, oh, child, Amon, do not know me. I don't want to watch this shit. <laughs> but as the character developments and as I, we, we go along and we see uh, the, the superhero group, now the names are skipping me, I, I really did get into it. And then the second episode, I was just like, oh, like, so I don't really like to watch them back to back. I like to watch them like, you know, maybe like nine o'clock at night when I'm trying to like wine and, and you know, just kind of feel my juice in bed. So I really do like it though. I'm on the third episode and it's not at all what I expected, but I like the fact that this is something that I would normally never watch. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, I really am getting into like, you know, Mr. Invincible. Okay. First of all, the fact that that's his name is a whole key. Um, <laughs> but I love it because it is like a cartoon, but I definitely feel like it's for an older audience. And, yes. uh, um, um, yeah, I like I like it. So, I, you know, thanks for that recommendation. You are welcome. I like look. I watched it for the first time, um, maybe like a week or so before I told you about it, and we were at my friend's house for uh, for Mother's Day, and uh, we were like, okay, we're like, let's we're gonna watch Invincible, and he'd been like he'd been like talking about it for like the past month, and I'm like, oh my god, I do not feel like watching this fucking show, and I sat down and. I was like one of the only people in the room that hadn't watched, <laughs> and at the because I don't want to spoil it for anybody that might get turned on to it from this from this podcast. At the end of the first episode, when I tell you that I was in shambles and everybody was like looking at me for a reaction, and I'm looking back at them like, "What is going on?" Like, 
Yes, and, and like, they love to leave out. you on. A, they love to leave you on a cliffhanger. Um, yes. So wait, your friends were doing a rewatch as you rewatch as you watched it. Yes. yes. Oh, child, they, they was into it, it. Into it. Yes, they were really into it. And the cast is so good. Like, you got Steven Ewan, who plays Invincible. Sandra Oh is the mom. Zazie Beetz is in it. It's just it, Mark Hamill, Seth Rogen. Like, it's a stacked cast. Oh, and of course, J.K. Simmons, who is uh, Omni-Man. So it's just, it's such a great show. And apparently, it's, you know, it's based off of a comic book series that got started in, like, 2005. Um, and so I'm, like, really struggling with myself. I'm like, do I want to just wait and watch the seasons as they pan out or do I want to go and like read the comic books and figure like I don't know what I want to do but it's just it's it's so good it's so good I love it yeah I will agree I'm not a huge like you know if it ain't Marvel if it ain't X-Men if it's not something that's like live action I don't normally tune into it but it reminds me of when I was growing up like I used to love the X-Men like comic series that would come on I think like maybe Fox or the WB Um, so it really gives me I think it really touches into that uh, like of my childhood and I I just I I like the the high school I like the fact that like they are superheroes, but then like they not superheroes, but they still live like very normal lives. And mm-hmm. like, you know, the fact that they in high school is like, so it, it's a lot that I can get into. So yeah, I, um, I definitely recommend it for the people that, uh, don't normally watch this stuff like that. Now don't, don't expect your mind to be blown, but I, I, what I say is that it slowly like grabbed me in because like the first five minutes I'm like, I'm about to text them on and be like, bitch, don't recommend me nothing <laughs> else again. But you yes, know, yes. And I, child- that's why, that's why I was like, that's why when I recommend it to people, I like, don't say anything. I'm like, cause I don't want I just need for them to just watch it. Like, I'm not going to give you any sort of, you know, inclination as to what it could be about. All you'll know is that it's called Invincible and that's it. Like, just watch it, find it for yourself, and I hope you like it. I'm glad that you do. I'm glad that you... It's so good, and I'm I'm I I cannot wait for the second season. Like I, I wish that I, I wish that I did what you did and didn't binge, but right. we literally that don't that day, you we literally hate, watched six ugh. episodes. That's my that's the one thing I hate about hate and love. Like very, like you know, just it's a very uh, dysfunctional relationship. But when shows are so good. Um, like I will stay up all night and watch the whole thing. So yes. I, I am learning to like pace myself. Okay. But so at the same breath and same token, uh, because we are in this digital streaming era, I feel like I hate when, uh, if it's not on regular TV, like, you know, um, I don't even know a show that come out. Like if it's not uh blackish or if it's not a show that comes out like every week, you know, like on a Tuesday, if it's on these streaming platforms, Put it the hell out. I hate with, like, and especially HBO Max. Mind you, that's, like, my new judge. And y'all know I love this show, Generation. Um, and mind you, part two is coming out. If y'all have not heard, yes. So we the season one is not over. Part two is coming out sometime in June. Um, I need to see what the hell Chester is up to. First of all, wait. Did you watch uh, Generation? I have not. I don't uh, have HBO, but and, and I mind watch you, it. Uh, I I would give you my password, but HBO uh, they cracking they, down on they that. They been cracking down. You gotta like log like to log in. You gotta log in from like from your phone. Then your phone connects yeah, to. Like I'm like yeah. y'all doing too much. I pay eighty dollars a month. I should be able to get my password to whoever I want. Honestly, like honestly. stop playing with me. Okay, I digress. <laughs> so, no, Generations is great. We're going to figure out how to get you to watch it. But um, 
HBO has been piloting these uh, new uh, like format where they'll release three episodes and then you'll have to wait two weeks to get another episode. And then in a week, they'll release two more episodes. And then in another two weeks, they'll release the final two episodes. Stop playing with me, HBO. Max. Yeah, I, yeah, like, I, I feel like, yeah, but I feel like for TV, if I'm fine if to binge a show, if it's designed to binge, like, there are some shows where, you know, they leave you off on cliffhangers every time and it's you know obviously they want to push you to the next episode but I, i'm also with you and then i sort of like do sort of miss the, the 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 weight i miss having the anticipation and the week of conversation so like and you know it, it drags it out and it, it makes it makes it like more of an experience in a story as opposed to you just getting all of it in one sitting so there are some shows that get released on streaming platforms that they just do like an, a weekly episode, like and The Mandalorian for Star Wars fans on Disney Plus is every week. Like almost every show that gets released on Disney Plus is every week. Um, it's not like Netflix where they'll just you know the whole right season release out. the whole season. Mm-hmm. But my thing for HBO Max is if that's the case, then just release the show once a week on HBO, like and, and put it on, make it available on the streaming services uh, the same day. But don't do this. Like I don't know. I, I like it and I don't like it um, because I just like to sometimes I want to spend like three hours watching the show. I don't want to have to be, you know, I don't know. But maybe that's just my whole judge. But no, if you have not watched Generation and you got HBO Max, y'all need to watch it. It's great. I love it. It is. Uh, I'm going to do a, I'm going to do a, a mod on y'all. Just watch it. Um but yes, let's get into some of this casual tea we've got this week. And I think we've got some great topics. The first teacup, Naomi Osaka. Okay, you know she is the tennis beast out here. And she was in the midst of the French Open, I believe. And during one of the mandatory press conferences, uh, Naomi opted to sit out. You know, stated due to her mental health, she wanted to sit out and, you know, not do the the press conference because she wanted to take care of herself. Like, you know, and 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 in this day and age, how many of us can relate to that? Okay. Yeah. So then the French Open came back and basically said uh, the French tennis officials fined uh, Naomi $15,000 and threatened to expel her from the tournament for not honoring her mandatory commitments. After first round win, the 23-year-old announced she was withdrawing from the tournament and revealed she had been suffering with bouts of depression for several years, leading to an outpouring of support. Then she took to her Instagram and wrote this lengthy statement, which said, just wanted to thank you for all of the love she wrote in her Instagram story haven't been on my phone much but I wanted to hop on here to tell y'all I really appreciate you um and yeah like I just think that that is it's crazy now I was reading some other stuff and say it was say she said due to a physical reason she could not make the mandatory commitments they were basically been like oh okay no problem but because she cited mental health they was like oh no we're going to find you $15,000 and threaten to expel you child and Naomi said okay well watch this you can't expel me if I withdraw right yep boss shit 
Okay, and and literally, and I am so glad that she pulled pulled their coattail. One, as a world society, we need to start putting more importance on mental health. Okay, I can't tell you how many times in school at work I have to go to an event or do something, and my anxiety like goes through the roof. I like you know I deal with bouts of depression. So I on a first hand level know what that's like to like have to do something but bitch you can't get out of bed. But bitch you're like your anxiety is telling you oh my god they're going to be like I like I know exactly what that's I I I first hand basis know what that's like. And for you to be a world class athlete like how much that could possibly affect your physical attributes, I think is so crazy. And I think it's crazy that the French Open does not want to acknowledge that mental health is such a huge thing with athletes. Like, I, like I, for me, it was a bit much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I'm glad that she did this because, I mean, not only is, I mean, she's setting a precedent, right, where it's like, I feel like there are so many corporations, especially with around sports, because it's ultimately a business at the end of the day that just expect they just they, they use their athletes as like as tools, a, me- a means to an end. You know what I mean? They're just, you know, like, just throw them on this team, toss yeah. them around like and just use them to make money. And they don't expect their their tools or their instruments to like not want to show up to everything like mm-hmm. they, they just expect oh you're you're making so much money you're so famous uh you, you should just be able to fall in line with anything and she's like actually no i yeah. i'm not i i don't really appreciate all these interviews and on top of that there's already so much pressure on her being that she is one of the few black people in this field okay so it's just and that, she's so young so very young and she's already been subjected to so much scrutiny um before so it's just like why would you expect her to want to go to all of these countries that I'm sure all around the world where people aren't going to like are going to have preconceived notions about who, what kind of person that she is because she's black. So it's just like I'd rather not subject myself to all of that at, at least not all the time. I want to be able to say no when I want to like I oh. don't want to do this. And this is not only just helping her. Ultimately, it's going to help a bunch of other people because a bunch of other athletes are going to be like, you know what? She right. I don't want to do this anymore either. And right. so when when the whole when all of these people decide, all these athletes decide, you know what, we really should start paying a little bit more attention to our mental health. That's only going to help help everyone in the in the long run. It sucks that they had to like make an example out of her, or well, I don't, even, I don't even like it that way because she she did this she made an emotions. example out of, out of them. them. Yeah, she said goodbye then. So I'm glad that she did this. It sucks that it had to come to this. It should have just been as simple as I don't feel like doing this interview. I don't want to do this interview. Plus, what else are we going to talk about? Y'all have interviewed me so many times. Y'all have examined me so many times. And so many of these, of these questions are recycled. I went ahead and read, read some of the interviews that she's already done. And they're asking her the same questions wherever she goes. It's like, at some point, it's like, okay, what else? Can I just play? I'm just okay. here to hit a tennis ball. That's what I'm here to do. Okay? Leave me alone. Listen, and what I love about uh, this story and Naomi is that a lot of the times in our lives, we feel like, we are the only like person experiencing this. We feel like, you know, if we don't push back, if we don't say yes, that we will be 
punished. We will like feel some type of like repercussion. And I just love this. For me, it spoke to my soul is that like, no, guess what, baby boy? You can say no. And guess what? You can walk away. You can choose yourself over any other commitment in your life because ultimately like you are the most important thing in your life and you don't have to say yes to everything and even though it might be some backlash at first you got to choose yourself because if you don't get your mental health you don't get yourself in check you might not be here tomorrow and then what they gonna say right and so I just I, I love and I talked about this kind of sort of last week uh, with Francesca betting on yourself, baby. Put your talents, put your and, and this goes for, like and this transcends tennis. I'm talking at work. I'm talking friendships. I'm talking relationships. It's okay to say, you know what. I'm not going to be able to make the event today. You know what? I don't really feel like picking up the phone today. You know what? I'm not going to make my mac and cheese for the barbecue because guess what? I'd rather spend some time just focusing on me. And guess what? It's okay to do that. We put so much pressure on ourselves that we, and and mind you, I'm just speaking for myself, but like, so much pressure on myself to meet the standard of this like Bryce that I have set and it's like bitch I can't do it like I can't and I like for me this story was just like the wake up call for me to be like guess what bitch you don't have to you can say no and it's okay and after Naomi pulled after Naomi did the end I whoop and pulled out, you know, the International Tennis uh, Federation has promised a comprehensive review on how player and media interact during tournaments, saying it takes mental health issues extremely serious. Oh, uh, you take it so serious, uh, the International Tennis Federation, that you was, you find this young lady $15,000 and threatened to be her. For that press, sounds for interviews like what? Child, that sounds like y'all take it real serious. It sounds like. She called y'all number. Mm-hmm. And I want to give a huge shout out to the Calm app. I don't know if you guys ever seen the commercial for like the Calm app to help like with your anxiety. If you ever need like a minute, a second, uh, it's a really good app. They actually released a statement and the Calm app has announced it will pay the fine for players opting out of Grand Slam media appearances for mental health reasons. It also matched Naomi's fine and will match any future fine with 15k donations, uh, with 15k donations to the Laurel Sport. Okay, yes, come on, Com Act out here. Okay, Com. Okay. Uh, how about giving me a free subscription? Because, but child, listen. How about can I y'all used to use that thing every day? <laughs> Listen, can y'all call my employer for me? <laughs> okay, can y'all match my salary while I take this mental health hiatus? Because hey. Listen, <laughs> but yeah, I just um, shout out to Naomi and I just love her so much because not only are you an amazing player, you are such an amazing role model. And I know sometimes people don't like the term role model because it's like, you know, I don't feel like I'm like, you know, but just living in your truth and living like and putting yourself first really has set a president precedent for so many other young girls and so many other people like you to basically say no, like you don't have to meet the standard that they set for you. No, they don't. And it's, it, like, I think I love that there are so many places of employment that are starting to to uh, 
to incorporate that. You know what I mean? Like when I interviewed for the job that I have now, they were asking about like my hobbies and what do I do to de-stress because so many people can get burned out with the job. And they were like, we need to make sure that you are mentally fit and mentally well so that you can do that. You can come into work every day and, you know, do your job. So they, there are, they really focus a little bit on, um, on mental health and wellness and provide so many incentives for people to take care of themselves. Like they'll even like my, my, my job has this benefit where it will, um, pay um if you have a gym membership they will reimburse you for a portion mm-hmm. of it it's like yeah, yeah. it's like I, I feel like people really need to focus more on that like if you want people to come work for you or be a part of whatever company that you're at then you need to take care of them because at the end of the day yes capitalism america yeah money 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 we get it but at some point like it's it people are just well i think that we're slowly evolving to the point where people are like not going to put up with bullshit anymore like right if you have if you don't like your job people will quit now especially with this pandemic going on it is so easy to be like all right i'm done i'm done which is why there's so many companies struggling right now because you don't do enough for your for your people so take care of yourselves take care of your customers or your excuse me your your employees and or else you won't they're gonna dip like okay. naomi did See ya, and then y'all gonna be left answering the phones. Y'all gonna be left stocking the uh, stock room. Y'all gonna be left making food. Y'all gonna be left selling the cars, okay? And we're gonna be home taking care of ourselves. Um, Exactly. Speaking of another young lady setting uh, a high standard and precedent, let's talk about my girl, Simone Biles. Am I saying her name right? Biles? Yes. Biles. 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 Simone B. Okay. Um, The four-time Olympian gold medalist made history at the U.S. Classic this weekend when she landed. uh, Now, don't eat me up, Purple Pants Posse. When she landed, do your choking. Double pit vault. And even though the feature is so challenging and dangerous that no woman has ever, 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 ever tried it in competition before. Okay. The authorities of the elite gymnastics awarded Biles a score on par with many of her other less difficult vaults. It doesn't seem to be consistent with what they've done with other vault values. United States Women's National Team Coordinator Tom Foster said the scoring evaluations per the New York Times, I don't know why they do that. Now, and I was like, but the scoring, like, I, I don't understand why why they scoring my sis so low. So scoring in high level gymnastics is marked difficult, um, is marked difficult than in most other sports rather than athletes earning points through performance the decision makers at the international gymnastic federation the fig pre-assigned scores to the routine based on the difficulty in the skill level then judges evaluate in real time docking points from the potential total value each gymnast could have made during their performance. Okay. Because Biles regularly achieves her physical features, other gymnastics can only dream of the degree of difficulty associated with her routines, particularly on the floor, balance beam, and vault, warrant some of the highest possible scores the fig doles out. Biles enjoys a huge margin of error as a result. She can get away with fluttering during a performance because her floor is higher than most of her opponents. But 
That's the system that the fig established. So as she pulls off increasingly complex and hazardous uh, and hazardous skills, Biles expected her point value to increase, but it has not. Wow. So basically, they are. It's but so many ways and from the reading that I've read and this is from the insider I've read something on CNN I've read something on women's competition they are and I and I took it to the Twitter and I read the Twitter they are basically and this is from the I'm forming my own opinion from what I've read and what I've seen is essentially they are scoring her lower than what she should score because not only just how the fig does it because and that seems to be an antiquated way of doing things but you know i have my own reasonings for that because so let me just break my point down so anyway they are like she's not scoring as like you know she just landed that yakitori boy double vault that nobody's ever done before and child it's almost the same point level as her just going out there doing a bat flip that don't make sense so a lot of people are speculating that they are not scoring it higher because they want to defer people from attempting to do this because it is so dangerous and you can get hurt I'm sorry. I thought all the gymnastics you could get hurt. Isn't that kind of the point? I, I mean, I just and so and 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 I don't want to take it there, but this is the casualty, and I'm gonna speak my opinion. And because my good sister Simone is a black sister, it does raise the question to me: like, hmm, why y'all trying my good, 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 good sister? Because it's just like. For me, no one's ever done this before in the history of gymnastics and women's. And, like, we got this black sister out here breaking barriers. And basically, y'all saying, huh, average. Like, that just, and, mm, and I'm sorry, this is my opinion. I feel like if it was somebody else doing it, the headlines... The headlines will be reading a little different for me. They'd be like, oh, my God, as as Karen experienced it like, you know, like, right. So essentially, she's being penalized for doing her job and doing it well and doing it that these other girls, they can't even see her. Like, and the fact that when you look at their scores, like that she is so close to these other girls who aren't, they don't even hold a candle to her. Yes, break that down. So basically, yes, yes, break it down. Break it down. The whole point to me (laughs) is like we like the whole thrill of gymnastics is that these people are doing such mass masterful feats. You know what I mean? Like they're up and flipping and dipping and curling and whirling in the air. Things that you don't see every day, which is why they're at the Olympics. Right. Like it's 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 it's. It is the height of human endurance and muscle and achievement and and just it just shows what the human body is capable of if you put the time and dedication into it. So for this routine or for this this thing that she did to be so dangerous and that and she did it, that means that she is the best. So you mm. award her with the best. Mm. That doesn't make 
any sense to me. You're 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 doing it because you don't want other people to do it. But the reason that other people can't do it isn't necessarily because it's dangerous, but because they can't do it. But she did it because she can. Like, am I? Am I is this rocket science here? Right. It, listen, like, I don't know a lot about sports, but this just sounds a little wonky. <laughs> I, listen, but that's the system that the fig established. So as she pulled off increasingly complex and hazardous skills, Biles expected her point values to increase accordingly. They haven't. They had an open-ended code of points. Biles said after the U.S. Classic per the Times, and now they're mad that people are too far ahead and excelling. Mm. It kind of sort of sound now. I could be now. Now this might be a jump of correlations, but it kind of sort of sounds like whoever made the fig uh, rules kind of sort of like was along the lines of the thinking of our. Um, oh my god! It just slipped my mind. Along the lines of our electoral points, and I who. Hey, I didn't catch that, but I'm not mad about that comparison. Seems a little like let's shut some people out because just seems like if you know, it's for me, it seems like they want to celebrate the basic and let's keep the girls that like, you know, and and by no means am I trying to like diminish gymnastics because baby boy can't handstand. But I just feel like if baby girl is out here doing the whatchamacallit point blank vault and how long has gymnastics been around and then no female competitor has ever done it. And this baby girl is out here doing it effortlessly, flawlessly. And child, y'all trying to say it's basically compared to a regular old backflip? Nah. It's nah. Weird. I'm not buying that. I don't, I'm not buying it and I don't like it. And I don't want to take a point out of the Naomi book. But, uh, I think like, I, mm, I just think that there needs to be some updating because that just does not make sense. And again, when you look at these ladies scorecards that are like in currently this, uh, this championship or like this, a thing like it, it should not be as close as it is. Like, I don't understand it. It, it, it really does like reek of, uh, celebration of mediocrity. It really does. It's like we, we need to, we need to bring this girl down a peg because there are other people that we want to see succeed as well. And if she's there, then they're like, they're curving the class. They're curving the class. That's and they're doing. at the same time, don't get me wrong. I understand they're just saying like with the added risk, um, of this, it, could potentially like injure a lot of like say these people like we're going for the Olympics and say like if child we got everybody out here trying to yeah, do that's it. It's just stupid because she's already done it. She did it and she's and, fine and she's safe. If other people can't do it or people get then hurt don't do, to it. do it, then don't do it. You can also award her and be like, that was amazing. I can't believe that you did that, especially considering the risk. We're going to give you these scores. We also encourage other people not to try. Why not, why not just say that? You know what I mean? And, and there's I, always right. a level of risk when it comes to this stuff anyway. And it's again, stupid. I don't 
I don't want to make everything about race, but I just feel like for me, um, watching it and like, you know, my goddaughter, Moreland, she loves, um, gymnastics and loves like stuff like this. And so like my, my best friend Dara has had her like, you know, watching this stuff on like YouTube and like, you know, so she like be getting into all of that stuff. And for me, like to see my beautiful goddaughter watching stuff like this, like, what does that say? Like it, for me, like just it, like, don't try harder don't go like don't like don't listen to yourself and and go out there and be all that you could be because you're not like it it's just like uh these systems in which we place point values on like uh, they uh, it's just I don't understand it, Fig. Y'all need to make it make sense for me. And any of y'all gymnastics people out there that are listening, like, you know, let 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 me understand this. Because, like, I, I, I don't get it. I understand. Now, don't get me wrong. I definitely understand the risk associated with it is extremely high. And in a way, it is protecting the players, you know, from not doing mm-hmm. this. But if you, like... I, I, if they doing it of their own free will, they're giving a body uh, and saying like, I, I want to go. I want to push the bar further because the sky is the not the limit for me. I can go beyond and exceed it. And they choose to do that. I think that they should be rewarded accordingly. And or like you could just like if, if it's really that important to them that they don't want people people to try to do this then just ban that particular routine. Just say that this is not allowed. You know what I mean? Because to, to not, to see her do it and then to not recognize it for what it is by giving her the appropriate score, it's like that, I feel like that's just not the way to handle it at all. Mm-hmm. So I was like, ooh, child, we got to bring this to the casual too because I like, mm, I don't understand what's going on. What's up? It's good, Simone. We know that you're the best. Everybody else knows that you're the best. I mean, it's 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 right. You're right there in front of us. Like, ain't nobody touching you. It is what it is. Like, but when do we like? Don't we get tired of having to like just tell it to ourselves? Like, why can't we be rewarded? Like everybody else is rewarded. Like, yes, you are the best, and you should be rewarded as the best. And your scorecard should reflect that. We shouldn't just have to back you up in the community and be like, girl, don't worry about you the best. No. You are clearly the best. You are clearly breaking boundaries and records, and your your scorecard should reflect it. That's my position. Yeah. I just, yeah. like, you know, like, no. I, I don't want to settle for that. I want to settle for her feed card score being reflecting that. And she's blowing the other girls out of the water. The the girl shouldn't even be in the water while she's in the water because that's just how amazing she is. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like the fig situation, the fig scoring, y- y'all need, just like the iPhone did an update this weekend, I think y'all need to do an update. Oh, about that iPhone update, didn't it, didn't it say that it was going to let you... It was going to be able to recognize your face with the mask on, and it still doesn't do it. Child, first of all, I didn't even know the update happened, and all I know an update, all I know is my all my apps is basically saying we want all your data. I'm like, no, I know, no. And I'm just asking everybody's like, oh, do we have permission to? Uh, no, like, and no, and, and then I it says ask act app not to track. Y'all, I was about to say that. No, bitch, I'm telling you, I'm telling it's you ba- not to track. It's basically, child, that the app is basically saying we're the fig score. We ain't going to score. We we going to take your suggestion, but we ain't going to implement it. Like right, act not to track no bitch i'm telling you not to track yes bitch Are talk about we 
talk about we want to bring you more customized ads. No, I don't want any more customized ads. I'm tired of y'all listening to my phone conversations anyway, okay? I'm talking about socks. Then all of a sudden, uh, on my phone, all it is is socks. Well, if you listen to phone, update the FIG scorecard. <laughs> okay? Update the FIG scorecard. But that is on our girl Simone Bows. She out there killing it. But I just, you know, I just thought it was a great conversation for the casual tea. Now, keeping the tea rolling, I, um, bang, bang, Dr. Fauci in these emails. And, you know, this world is so polarizing. So depending on what side you're on, you child and child. I heard enough about emails in the last 10 years. I know. Okay. Child. So emails. Lock her up. But anyway, and anyway, I digress. Um, It's official. Now, this is from The Hill. Uh, It's official. Dr. Anthony Fauci is Teflon, at least when it comes to the American media. Exhibit A comes after emails from and to Fauci, who heads the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Disease, as well as President Biden's Corona Task Force, were revealed via a Freedom of Information Act request. Those emails revealed several things that should be of interest to to the free press, and yet most media are ignoring the revelations despite huge domestic and worldwide implications. Hmm. One email from February 2020 shows Fauci stating that retail masks aren't really efficient in pre- and protecting people from contracting COVID-19. The typical mask you buy in the drugstore is not really effective in keeping out the virus, which is small enough to pass through material. It might, however, provide some slight benefit to keeping out the gross droplets if someone sneezes or coughs around you. Okay, so that's one point that everybody is talking about. And then the next one that is another email reveals that Fauci was made aware that a leak of COVID-19 by a research lab in China was entirely possible. Courtesy of Kristen Anderson, a professor with research in a February 1st email. On a psychogenetic tree, the virus looks totally normal and close to the clustering with bats, suggests that bats serve as the reserve. Anderson wrote, the unusual features of the virus make up a really small part of the gene. So one has to look really closely at the sequence to see that some of the features potentially look engineered. Fauci came to a different conclusion. However, in May 2020, interview with National Geographic's magazine, if you look at the evolution of the virus in bats and what's out there now, is very, very strongly leaning towards that this could not have been artificially or deliberately manipulated, he argued. Even on Thursday, more than a year later, and despite the growing evidence, the virus may have come from the lab following a Wall Street Journal report indicating three lab workers got sick in November 2019 with symptoms consistent of COVID-19. Dr. Fauci remained primarily steadfast in his belief that the virus was not man-made while adding that he is keeping an open mind. I have always said and will always say today that I still believe the most likely origin is from 
animal species to human species, Fauci told CNN. The ideas to think are quite far-fetched that the Chinese deliberately engineered something that they could have killed themselves and millions of other people. I think it is a bit far out there. It should be noted that novel viruses have escaped from labs before, including SARS from the Chinese lab in 2004 and anthrax from the Soviet lab in the 1970s. So the precedent is here. Yet, on cue, many of the media labeled those who even broached this possibility, people like the ex-president, as conspiracy theorists. I think that's a lot to unpack, and it is interesting so one is to tackle is the mask wearing um so people are, are like these they're saying like oh the emails have revealed that dr fauci knew that the mags didn't protect us for COVID 19 uh like i i always thought we knew that i, I always like i always thought we knew that the masks just lower the probability and if we can do anything to help lower the probability then bitch we gonna do it he also was pretty consistent with that, like, in the beginning as well. Like, he wasn't the only person that was saying that masks weren't really going to help that much, which I think was a gross um, generalization that they used because they didn't want people panic buying all of the masks. Because in the beginning of March, all these masks were out of stock to the point where there were some medical um, people in the medical field that could not get masks because the public went and bought them all up. So I think that that was more of the government trying to lie a little bit to us because they didn't want people, they wanted to be able to control the amount of people going out and just buying masks. The same thing with the, it's like the freaking thing with toilet paper. Like everybody bought toilet paper for what? Like you're not going anywhere. But anyway, um, yeah, so I, I don't, he's been very, like that's not anything new. Also, the the prospect of, uh, uh, it not being something that leaked out of a wet market, it not being from bats, that was always a possibility. People, I mean, people, like, not even, you don't have to be Dr. Fauci to right. wonder whether or not, oh, I wonder if China did this on purpose. Like, everybody was thinking that. So the fact that he also was, like, not ruling it out, uh, why, that he shouldn't, like, also, right. he's not a detective? Like, <laughs> wait, I'm, well, I'm trying. I'm I'm looking for the smoking gun here. So, and well, what they're saying is, and again, I've done some like you know some Twitter searching and some research is that basically, like, and and again, it, it all it, it, this world we're so polarizing, right? It's just like it's it, depending on what side you on is how you get the information, and so that's why I thought it was important for us to like maybe like talk about this subject on here because I feel like one side of the one side of the field is saying like look he's in collusion with these people and basically saying like you know and is saying that it's not from a lab and that it's from bats and like you know he wants to protect one side and then you got other people saying like girl what's like he's not ruling it out he's saying that more than likely it has come from the mutation of like from animal to human, but we don't know for sure. So the fact that like they're trying to use these emails to be like, oh, he's in collusion. He's working with the Chinese government to hide the fact that like we don't know. And I think until we know for certain, I don't think that it like me personally, until we have, like you said, the smoking gun until we know for sure. I don't think that it's appropriate for 
to leak information out like that. And again, when they're saying like, and then this article was going on to say like people like the ex-president who allege that, you know, China released this. Um, they're saying like, oh, he was labeled a conspiracy theory. Like, no, y'all not adding the whole truth. And again, it's not about whether or not he agreed with that. It's about how he deployed that information, how he used that information to weaponize Okay, it's a difference. Okay, and I'm of the sense of all like we don't know everything. And if we like, and again, I get we want transparency, we want to know this, we want to know that. But if they don't even know what they're supposed to release to us to cause then a mass panic of people, like you know what I'm saying? Like, and again, I uh, I just feel like it's these other siders that's just like, see, the government is lying to y'all. Y'all never should like. I, mm, I I'm not on that side. For me, these inf- like for me, these emails tell me that they were just like us. Ain't know what the hell was going on. Um, and think about how much we know now from them when we knew back in February 2020. Exactly. You don't think the the same is true for them? The evolution of the thought process, the evolution of the information, us learning more. Like, I, like I, I, it's it's strange. It's really strange. I, I and I don't I don't know. If people just want to play fast and loose with some of these facts, and just uh, they want to accuse Dr. Fauci um, because I mean, I, and I understand that we're like in a really weird time where there was so much conflicting information coming out in the beginning that it's hard to trust everything that you see and i know that the american public i mean we're we're paranoid by nature we are always questioning whether or not people in the government are conspiring against us you know what i mean let's just tale as old as time you know and i'm sure that there are plenty of things that a government hides from us i'm sure there are i don't think that this is one of them i don't think that there really has been anything that he hasn't said publicly that was in any of these emails like he's he, we've been there done that like we've we've heard all this before and this like y'all ready to blame China for uh, releasing this virus, causing such a wave of hate towards Asian Americans and just Asian people in general. Like, like, look, I am all for investigation. I am all for trying to figure out how this happened and getting to the truth so that we can figure out how to not make it happen again. You know what I mean? Like, right. Try to circumvent this. I'm, I'm all about that, but let's be like, respectful like let's be honest let's like think about the ramifications of your words have upon people and so again like uh, one side ready to crucify no for me and again like i say two things can be true at the same time okay like you know like two things can exist at the same time and it doesn't mean that it's a, a slight against one a slight against another we they still don't know where it came from and i mean i would like to know and that's just the end of it. And, and again, like these emails don't prove anything. Like he, he say he keep an open mind. Like, you know, he doesn't know, but he does not believe that it's, it's just, it is an interesting subject. And it's like, you know, he, I, I, I like, I feel like I'm of the same mind. I would want to believe that somebody would not deliberately do this to kill millions of people. However, I, I am a, I do understand the world that we live in and people in this world have done horrible things. And so I don't like, you know, I can see where Dr. Fauci is like, I don't want to believe that. I want to believe like, you know, what it looks to be that it has mutated from humans to like animals to humans, but like, you know, not ruling it out. And, you know, 
following the investigation and figuring it out. So it, it's just why I got to be so polarizing? Why does it have to be that? Oh, he's lying to us. You can't try. Like, no. And then at the same time, it's like, you know, your words have power. And, you know, you any false information that could come out could directly harm people in this country. And it's like, why would we want to do that? Like, you know, and again, coming from the past president that, you know, said and labeled things that caused a spike in the Asia hate crime. Like, I, I, I don't understand why people feel the need because for me, when you release and like go on this trend of things like that's, what happens and so like no we we got to be responsible we need to follow the evidence we need to see what is going on regardless of that you can still wear a mask like you you know what i'm saying like it's like then we still come back to this like oh like no we never said the mask 100 percent stop you from doing it okay um just like okay now mind you i'm about to take this somewhere else just like you know (laughs) a condom isn't a hundred percent Bulletproof, but baby, you, the the more likely you wear it, the more likely you are to be safer. So, uh, exactly, it's just. But the fa- like, I don't know. For me, I, I I thought it was just common sense that like you know, they still don't know where it came from. They they try and figure it out. Look one way, look another way. Can't say for certain. And so, if you can't say for certain, you shouldn't pinpoint it on anything, anyone, like, you know, until we know. They're just looking, they're looking to blame somebody because everyone wants someone to blame for all of the loss that we've experienced over the past year. Everyone wants someone to blame for the businesses that they lost. Everyone wants someone to blame for the people that they lost. Everyone wants someone to blame for the time that they lost, the money that they've lost, all of it. They just, like, it's, it's human nature to want to be able to place blame for all of the shortcomings that you had this past year on one person and politically speaking it's it 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 it, it pays republicans mm. to find any way to uh so discontent amongst the rest of the american people they want they want for people to not have any confidence in this government so that they can take take control again is so that they can be the ones that that Save the day. And I'm not talking about all Republicans. I'm not saying that everyone is like that. I'm just saying, like, like this is clearly a political attack against Dr. Fauci. For what reason? I mean, this guy has served under both Democratic and Republican presidents and done his job very well. Like, but now that we've all come into contact with this novel virus that we have never seen before that ended up screwing up the economy, we're all ex- we're, we're expecting him to also, like, not fall victim to to mistakes like i just i I, I feel like this is not rocket science once again like am i crazy are y'all crazy Mm. yeah and then they're like oh his his stance has changed like like yes he works under administrations that put extreme pressure on him like it it, it's just like i see it i but listen i i just choose to live my life and try to be as safe as possible. And I just, I'm not, I don't even know. Because it, it just is like, you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. And it's just like these people that want to sit here and just like cash judgment and like ridicule everything about, like, like nobody perfect. No, 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 like, you know, nobody, per- like, I don't understand, I don't understand it. But it would be... I don't understand it, but I do understand. 
this is what I understand. I don't necessarily understand the rationale, but I do understand that a lot of people understand or want to believe that rationale. Like, do you, you hear, you get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That like, for me, I see it as like, okay, like we still figuring it out and I'm not like, but other people want it like, and I think that that's, sometimes the missing point is that like although we you me like we like there are like a lot of other people that don't see it that way and for me i'm just like okay so where is the common ground here where can we be like let's come together let's like you know like where can we be like okay that's what y'all focusing on but like yeah (laughs) It's millions of people that die. Like, like I, I, I just, I don't understand. Like, where it, it, that's the part for me of all of this is this frustrating. Is that like y'all want to find a smoking gun and y'all what? Like, okay, but uh, okay, but what else? What, like, we, we still need to get through this summer. We still need to ensure that like it does not come back. We still need to like because whether or not whatever the situation is, where we are today is that it's a real thing and that it's here now. Mm-hmm. And y'all want to focus on these emails, but y'all don't want to focus on the fact that, like, had other people responded to their emails or other people acted on the information that they had in January. And are y'all getting? Are y'all getting? Are y'all wearing your masks uh, when you're coming up with these theories? Uh, are you getting the vaccine when you're coming are you up vac- with these like, theories? You, you, you know, like, so it's just. I, it, it, it's just such a, a tough conversation because, and which is why I wanted to put on a casual tea. And, and mind you, I'm sure some people may not agree with our stance or have a different stance. And guess what? That's okay. Um, and that's part of the reason why I wanted it on the casual tea because it's like the, the environment that has been cultivated for hundreds of years, but more particularly in the last two years, like has everyone at, Ah, and guess what? Somebody can state their opinion and you don't have to go with their head. Like, you know, like you can respectfully disagree. You can respectfully say, you know what? I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing and, you mm-hmm. know, being safe and you do yep. what what you do. Like, and I, again, I'm not dim- diminishing your thought process. I'm not like, you know, that's you and that's fine. And guess what? Like, I've got the right to believe uh, and live my life how I want to and, and you have a right to. But I think that we all should be respectful. I think that we all should be responsible for our words and our actions because we know that there are real ramifications to people with these words and actions. And so uh, that's my take on it. Yep. And uh, honestly, and that's what it really boils down to is because we haven't maybe seen so much violence against um asian americans over the past few months because of all of this and it's just i feel like i mean we've always had like a such a contentious relationship with china um that of course it's the easiest thing for people to want to believe is that oh this is this is some attack and you know what i'm not even i'm not i'm not ruling it out either like i'm not saying that that's not entirely who knows maybe china did do this well i don't know i wasn't there like i don't know what happened but it's just there has to be a way to have this conversation without without all of this horrible toxic behavior right. deadly behavior violent behavior you know what i mean and dr fauci i i mean i i mean i could be wrong about dr fauci too who knows once again i wasn't there i, right. I don't know what happened um but i just feel like someone who served under so many administration has done his job for 40 years has been involved with not only um uh 
the, the coronavirus, but coming up with vaccines for other things. Like he's been doing work on the HIV vac. Like come on, like I just I just don't see this guy being in bed with China. I just don't see it. But I mean. And, and, but right and we not ruling it out I mean if, if like you know what I'm saying but it, it's just like I'ma just go with the logic of my brain and how my brain works and I again I'm yeah like I, I completely agree so I mean whew, a lot an interesting topic but you know we don't shy away from the hard topics and you know we we stay pouring the tea um, so love to hear your thoughts on this pur- purple pants posse um yeah. You still there, Amon? I'm still here. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, keeping... <laughs> okay. Yeah, what the, internet gra- was, the internet was coming for me today, y'all. Like, this episode Ooh. was... It was, a, it, was a, it was a struggle for me. Ooh, child. They... they listen, they... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, let me not even make a joke. Uh, okay. So, let's segue into... Okay. <laughs> now, I don't even know why this is a news topic, but it is. So, we pouring the tea. Baby name Karen takes nosedive in 2020, lowest ranking since 1920. Okay. The Washington Post says less Karens will be asking for managers after data reveals that the name has plummeted in popularity in 2020, the lowest ranking name since 1927. The name decrease in popularity has come a long way since... The name was the third most popular name with baby girls in 1965. Um, and the viral Karen meme is most likely the reason why. For those who are unaware of the meme, a Karen is typically a white uh, entitled woman who throws public tantrums um and thanks to the perceived victim's mentality, the meme is often used as a catch phrase or a term for bad behavior by women with white privilege um so i mean we all know what a karen is but like we all know a karen (laughs) or two or three um but (laughs) my thing is like okay like why does make it the news because like let's also think that okay in 1965 yeah karen was the third popular name but baby, it's 2021. The country look a lot different, okay? <laughs> we like, you know, the country looks a lot different than what it did. So it is, um, it, yeah. Now <gasps> I feel so bad for actual Karen. Like, <laughs> child, they be like, it's Karan, okay? <laughs> You know, Whoopi Goldberg's name is actually Karen. Yeah, I know, <laughs> child. She was ahead of the curve. <laughs> She was like, I don't, you know, I'm not really sure how I feel about this Karen nonsense. <laughs> but but she, she, yeah, she, uh, she nipped that in the bud a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I think the name Karen was on a decline prior to naming the, like the meme going viral. I feel like the meme has most certainly like jetted the name, but. I, yeah. What would you name your uh, daughter if you had a daughter? Oh, um, I don't know. I don't know, but I do know I probably, it would be in the B family. Cause like my mom named all of her children with a B. So like we were like mm. the BJs. So I would somewhat 
continue that um, legacy. So I don't really know. I never really like, I, I don't know, but it definitely would be in the B family. I'm not far off from like a Brianna. I'm not far off from like, a Belinda. Oh, mm, I'm a I'm a pass on a Belinda. <laughs> like, maybe like a uh, Bianca. Maybe Beyonce. E- oh, I'm a pass on Beyonce. <laughs> but maybe even beautiful, beautiful Johnston. Okay, I like it. I always love the names that are just words. <laughs> right. It's something about it that's just like it's just like you're taking a risk. You're like stating it right then and there. It's like yeah, my name is beautiful. Mhm. Yes. And Well, I, I'm claiming it and my invincible. I, and the, ah, you child don't it, listen. <laughs> but yeah, you know, very much in my Beyoncé, you know, Kim Kardashian bag like yes, beautiful always Johnston. I have always loved the name Serena. I just it it just sounds so beautiful to me. But I I, if anybody knows me, I, I, everyone knows that I love sunshine. I'm a big fan oh, of the sun. So I would want to name my children after the sun. I love um, that. If I, if I had a, uh, if I had a, um, a son, his name would be Sol, S-O-L. Oh. Um, and if I had a daughter, I don't know. I think about Sunday sometimes, like spelled with an I instead of a Y. Um, I like that. I don't know. I don't know. Or Solange. Not, oh, I'm here for Solange. And not if, when, because, you know, we want to speak it into existence. You know, you want to be a parent, so you will be a parent. Um, but, yeah, I love Sunshine. That's my mom's dog name, a.k.a. my sister. So I've really become uh, pretty active on the name Sunshine. Yes. Um, yes. So, yeah. But, so, in case anybody wanted to know, the name Karen is plummeting. Um <laughs> I, uh, yeah, Again, it's, a, I, it's a basic name. We can we, I mean, can we can do away with it for a couple generations. It's fine, right? And here's another thing that I feel like the article should say is that the the names they plummet and then guess what? They come back. Like you know, in 2000, the name Aiden, that, which had been around forever, all, like child, everybody was naming their kid Aiden. So it, it's just a it way really sounds early 2000s esque. It just mm-hmm. seems to be like. <laughs> I really feel like Blink-182 vibes. Oh, ch- ch- not Blink-182. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So, let us know what you would name your children. We're curious. And then, for the last tea that we is spilling, Issa Rae. Okay? Yes, baby. Okay, she joins the Spider-Man into the ver- uh, into the Spider-Sphere sequel. Into as- the Spider-Verse. Oh, into the Spider-Verse. Spider-Sphere, Spider-Verse. Okay? She is coming as Spider-Woman. She's a verse queen. Okay. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> Ow. <laughs> She is coming as Jessica Drew. So, you know, we know Issa is an actor, a writer, a producer, a director. And now she can add to the resume. Voice actor, baby. I was going to say superhero, but I mean. Because it is a cartoon, right? Yes, it is a cartoon. So, just exciting. I just love Issa Rae. um, And I'm excited because... I, you know, I love Spider-Man. I love Invincible. There are so many goddamn Spider-Mans now. Like, there are so it's many. I have I can, like, never catch up on any of these comics because there's just so many. Like, this this new Star Wars, or Star Wars, this new Spider-Man from the live-action one with Tom Holland got every damn body in it. Like, I'm going to have all the Spider-Mans. Freaking Andrew's going to be in it. Freaking Tobey Maguire's going to be in it. Like, everybody's going to be in this damn movie. It's a lot. <laughs> 
But people are excited because with Issa having resuming this role as Jessica Drew, um, they are saying that there are a lot of other characters that ain't really get the limelight in this comic series. Um, and so they are like with her coming as Jessica Drew is going to bring a lot of more light to these other characters uh, that they're saying. So people are really excited. Um, I'm just excited because Issa Rae is amazing. I am sad because we know season five of Insecure is the last season and they still filming. So girl, you can't do like a lot, you know, Insecure season 5.2 or something, but I feel like this is the right move. You know what I mean? Like, it's such a good show. You just got to end it when it's good and move no, on to the I, next project. I agree. I agree. And I am excited and ready for Insecure. I know they, they are still filming. Or I know that they are were, because I think maybe like two weeks ago, uh, Molly, uh, the actress who plays Molly, dropped to her Instagram, like, the final uh, episode of insecure um so i know that it's probably already shot but my thing is like when it's the final season child insecure don't have to come out to 2022 then okay y'all can just keep pushing it back so it never really ends uh but can you believe we're like halfway through the year already it's but i was about to say that like wow child like i feel like i I, like i remember new year's eve like it was yesterday yes and maybe because the days just seem to be like they seem all the same because we just been inside for so much that Mm -hmm. it's um and you know baby it's crazy because i mind you i find myself having some like not social anxiety but i find myself like now that outside is open again um and you know my friends you know my fully vaccinated friends that i hang out with are inviting me to more and more things and i am finding that i am having some trouble accepting all the invitations like post-pandemic Bryce would be there like you know like and I, now they be like Bryce come over we could get out Bryce we about to get in the pool I'd be like I'd rather just stay inside and watch Invincible <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah I was I mean I went out for the first time like out out um yesterday like that brunch that I told you about turned into just a whole day of gallivanting around the city just drinking and carrying on um and it it uh, it was an adjustment like learning how to be around people again learning how to you know like i found myself like not joining in on conversations because i just didn't even know what to say i was right like, who am i i don't know like i, I like I, I don't know what to, to do all of all i've been doing for the past year and a half is sitting inside watching big brother podcasting about glee and eating chips <laughs> okay yes so it's such a, a a weird dynamic. So I am, yeah. So, and after we record this, my friends had invited me to like a little brunch. So I want to go to that. But I have to be honest, like my first hesitation was like, no, I'm going to stay home. So I really feel like I have to like relearn my like outside Bryce. But I believe it's like riding a bike. So I just like, you know, I just also want to just maintain like, being safe and you know even though we like this is a fully vaccinated group you know the vaccine ain't don't make us invincible so i do want to like you know (laughs) limit my interactions but i also do want to like just get out and like live again because i live life again yes so mm. with that being said i'm gonna go out and start living my life. But I really appreciate you, Aman, for the casual tea. Um, what what's going on in your s- 
a monster. My Don't do me. Don't do me. Um, you know, same old, same old. Um, I've been uh sort of like a little MIA more than usual, just because I'm still adjusting to my new job and everything, and just life in general. And I've been going back home to Pittsburgh so much because of my godson and seeing my family. So I've just kind of just been not like a real human. Uh, but I'm feel like I'm finally starting to get back into like my usual swing of things. Um, of course, I still have my podcast with Matt, so you can always check out the choir room. Big Brother season is about to start. We're like a month away now, baby. I'm so excited. Um, and other than that, yeah, you just follow me on Twitter as always. And I'm on Adwin. Oh, we, you know that uh, Twitter. We, we, we should talk about Twitter Blue. We can talk about it next time. Oh yes, that's first on the T next week. Twitter Blue. Yes, because I I've been seeing the tweets. Uh, um, yes. But yes. Well, all right. That's the casual tea with Amon and B. Please let us know what you thought. Let us know topics you think that we should cover, discover, cover in this versus. Okay. Not sphere, but in this versus. Okay. But we'll be back in two weeks. It's the casual tea with Amon <laughs> and B. I said it's a pu pu pu. I said it's a pu pu pu. I said it's a purple pants premonition. And keeping the menu rolling, we are back this week with our forecast for June and our purple pants premonitions. Let's welcome back to the podcast the gangster that is Gurry. Your hallelujah, holla back. How y'all doing out there, child? How you doing, Bryce? I am, you know, I'm trying to get back into my zhuzh is mm-hmm. where I'm at with it, you know. I'm just trying to get get that old thing back. Okay. I, some days I feel like the old thing might have just passed me on by. Mm-hmm. And other days I feel like it's coming. Okay. Listen, it just depends on the day, right? Depend mm-hmm. <laughs> on the hour. Okay, listen, we taking it moment by moment. Come on now, we breaking it down to every second counts. <laughs> and I feel that 100%. I feel like that's just what life is right now. And you know, if you woke, you know what I'm saying? You've been listening to the show for quite some time. If you've been just tapped into yourself, tapped into your spirit, then you know that this time is a really crazy time of the year. I mean, Bryce, like, you know it's eclipse season and retrograde season, right? Oh, what that mean? Okay, listen, let me go ahead and break it down for you real quick. So we're in the middle of Mercury retrograde season. By the time you're listening to this, we'll probably be deep in her. Mercury retrograde is when communication is off. Um, It's a time to review contracts, a time to go over things that you feel like, you know, were, you know, left by the wayside. It's kind of time for you to just like review and make sure that the person that you are, the things that you want to do, like, is this really what I want to be on right now? Or do I need to take a different direction? And since we're in the middle of eclipse season as well, it's kind of like the natural pull of the earth is making everything shake up that's why things are a little all over the place right now it's all about keeping in mind that this is supposed to be happening for your highest good if you stay tapped into that it's a little bit easier for you to navigate so i mean it may be endings to relationships endings to friendships you know maybe you knowing that you're about to get out of a job and maybe start a new one really soon um but it's a time for you to really just like keep in mind like what direction am i going i don't have to put effort into what is meant for me exactly like you said like you feel like some days things are passing you by some days they come back and it's like if it's really for you it'll always come to you at the right time we can't rush the magic okay Mm, i hear that 
Okay, so that's what June is giving. We're in the middle of eclipse season. We're in the middle of retrograde season. I feel like that hot girl summer that Megan Thee Stallion was talking about last year, like I feel like that's this summer is just like giving 2021, like 2.21 or something like that. Yes. Um, the girls are out. It's hot. It's Pride Month. Shout out to all my babies out there. Listen, because we've been doing it for a really long time and we're about to get our just desserts. We've been in the house. It's time to show up and show out. And that's exactly what... The month of June is giving us right now. It's all about, like, what did we do when we got rid of all of the BS? You know what I'm saying? We cut off all of the uh, the situations that weren't working for our highest good. And as we are going through this solar eclipse, I feel like the solar eclipse is going to be happening specifically on um, June 10th. This is going to be in Gemini. So this is all about, you know, something new. Those new things, those new opportunities. You know, Gemini is real flirty, real sexy and everything like that. So it's important for you to keep in mind that uh, new opportunities are coming your way. Just stand and receive them. How does that sound? Because I was about to say, listen, I know that we've been working real hard in May. May was crazy. Okay, she was busy. Yes, I'm really feeling Yolanda Adams. I open up my Okay, listen. Okay. I'm, he- I'm here for the blessings. I'm I am I feel a lot of the times I I don't receive them. Mm-hmm. Um and I want to just make sure that I'm in a place where I can open up to receive them because blessings can come but if you're not receiving them then what's the point so I really love the fact of like shifting and having these blessings come but Mm -hmm. more importantly receiving them and opening up to receive them yes and it's just like you know sometimes you know as we have done this work on ourselves or just becoming more aware more self-aware we start to recognize where blessings have passed us by but we didn't recognize them as blessings in the time and we can go back and give gratitude for them and be like you know like you really have me fucked up out here but you know why I love you because you helped me to become this better person in this very moment in time I think that's something that a lot of us struggle with is like being able to acknowledge when a blessing may come is something that's a little uncomfortable like this is giving the season of discomfort it's like is you about it about it or no and that's what June is asking you like are you about it are you with it are you about to go ahead and snatch the crown are you gonna sit in the back and let everybody else do it for you because you know what you've been waiting to go ahead and step out like we always are trying to step out we always trying to pop out but it's really important for us to keep in mind like taking a nap sometimes is just as important like just because everybody out in the streets don't mean you have to be all right and sometimes it's really just like listening to that um so i want to go ahead and hop into the cards i have two to three decks i got one on standby just in case you know how i do i want to start off with where are we feeling blocked in our intuition where are we feeling blocked in our creativity and how can we run against that so let's go ahead and see um, what the cards have to say. I'm using the Akamara Tarot deck. Spirit guides, known and unknown and to everybody who's listening to the Purple Pants podcast, thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for allowing me, Gary D, Gangster Gurry, to be the conduit of this message. Now, whatever this is going to be, let's go ahead and see. All right. So what do we have? Because I feel like cards are really trying to listen. Um, first and foremost, one of the things that I want to say and I want to bring back up is you stated you are not necessarily not receptive to blessings, but it's just like when you hear them, you don't necessarily register them as blessings or register them as gratitude. Can you, I want you, Bryce, to like talk about what does that mean to you? Like, how are you working through being able to notice blessings in the moment? I am working on being more present, being more in tuned Mm -hmm. Uh, with myself and knowing if I am not in a place where I want to receive things like active like being cognitive 
enough to say like bitch I ain't in a place right now Mm -hmm. and then also saying to myself like well what can we do to change this and then for me it's really about like humility and Mm -hmm. really like you know what when I get into a space like that counting all of the blessings in my life in the sense that like I'm living I'm breathing I'm working I survived this and then like really telling myself that I'm worthy of it and believing it and that's kind of for me is my way of saying like okay I do deserve this because a lot of the times I feel like people are we beat ourselves up we say that we're not worthy we say that this isn't for us and really kind of like speaking it into existence and Mm -hmm. I ain't even gonna lie a lot of times I have to fake it till I can make it listen and I mean we all are doing it out here but when you fake it long enough you believe it and it's like you have to receive to believe I don't know why that phrase just came out but it just feels like it fits you gotta receive to believe and the more that you continue to receive it and the more that you continue to receive it in the language that works for you that's when you start to recognize like oh shit like I'm actually doing it and that's exactly what the month of June is bringing to us so the first card that comes out is Onija Cutlass Um, this is representative of the traditional Knight of Swords for any other tarot readers out there so it's all about you know having our sense of mind having our clarity knowing what it is that we want as far as the next step is concerned like we know what our dreams are we know what our passions are we know that when the opportunity comes our way like when it taps us on the nose we're not going to just let it pass us by and that's what we are continuing to wait for in this season but in order to be in that state of mind you have to have clarity you have to have this moment where you're just like centering with yourself and sometimes you have to defend your beliefs you know when you are in a moment where somebody's trying to come and tell you about yourself when you know yourself better than anybody else and Mm. you're like actually no, that's not what we're going to do on today. If you got to check a bit, you got to go ahead and check a bit. And that's just no. what is given in June, okay? It's all about that action. Are you about that action? Are you about taking ownership, taking the crown back? It's like, you know what? This is mine. I own this. And sometimes, you know what I mean? Like, it may come out in these moments where we're a little impulsive. It may come out in these moments where we are like, you know, uh, going for what we feel like in our gut. Like, we're making those gut decisions. And our gut decisions bad things. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes the gut decisions that we make, it may lead us into a situation where we're like, oh shit, like, this is trudging up a lot of toxic energy or maybe I, having people respond to me in a different way. But you were living in your truth. And is there anything wrong with living in our truth in 2021? Like, come on. Right. Okay. Well, some people are, and that's the problem. You need, okay. You need to stay grounded and live in your truth. Okay. And the issue with that is like, if you're having that issue where you know you rocking on your own, you doing your thing, you're dancing on your own, like Robin. Isn't that? I keep dancing on my own. Listen, keep dancing on your own. Sometimes the girls are gonna be mad because you out here doing bad bitch things, as I like to say. Mm. And when you're shining, when you are styling and profiling, like it's we were inside last summer. Like indefinitely at that point, this is giving a little bit of openness. Like it's giving you the opportunity to put all the tools you spent the last year and a half preparing, massaging, learning about yourself to action. In addition, um, some more advice where you're feeling a little blocked in your intuition, looking for guidance. It's all about knowing that uh, we have to take off the rose-colored glasses in our lives. We have to look mm. at situations as they are. And sometimes we really struggle with looking at things as they are showing up because we tend to think that uh, we're ungrounded. Like, oh, I'm overthinking it. Oh, I'm not as stable as I normally am because everything is so shifty. But this is where you have to trust 
yourself. This is the moment. This is the opportunity for you to be like, actually, no, I'm going to speak up because my emotions are real. My vibration, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm so tapped in with myself. I'm very self-aware and I trust that the right person is going to be able to receive what I'm putting down because I'm not putting it down in no BS. I'm coming from a place of love. And that's the most important thing for us to keep in mind in the month of June. How am I operating from a place of love? Two additional cards that came out are going to be the six of Calabash and also going to be Amo Cowrie. So this is going to be the representation of the Six of Cups and the um, the Page of Pentacles, but they're coming up in reverse here. So with the Six of Cups, this is to me all about, um, we are in this place of emotional. You know, we know we have these things from our childhood, like childhood trauma that's coming up that we sometimes have to deal with. Maybe we've uh, gotten into a place where we tend to respond a little bit, you know, shyer than we would um, because of how we've had to deal with things in the past. Like people that have taken our power away. This is a time for us to reclaim our power, reclaim our identity and really stand on our own two feet and not be fearful of standing on our own two feet. With the uh, page of pinnacles coming up in reverse, it's all about like, okay, like I know what grounds me or actually do I? I have to go back and look at, you know, what's been making me feel lazy? Where am I not committing in the ways that I need to? Like, I'm a very ambitious person. I desire so much in my life, but am I putting in the work in order to receive this? And sometimes it's all about closing the door. Sometimes it's all about clapping back to let somebody know that you are not the one to be played with. And there's nothing wrong with that because that means that you are serious about your shit. I'm an artist, you know what I'm saying? And I'm, I don't play about my shit. And it's like, okay. that's what you have to put out there. That energy is always going to vibrate back to you because if you keep in mind how many things have come into your life in this year that you dreamt about at some point the energy is out there you're starting to connect to what it is that your natural essence is don't let that you know what i'm saying get derailed because of somebody else trying to bring you down that's not what we do in 2021 you heard me yes you heard oh get into that okay so um, I want to just give one quick piece of advice because I can't give y'all all that tea and then let y'all sit by the wayside. Um, so I actually received this uh, Oracle deck from a friend of mine. It's the Sufi Wisdom Oracle deck. So it's all about divine guidance through the hearts of the great sages. So I've been finding it helpful as a little affirmation for us to close out what the month of June is giving to us. So let's go ahead and see what is our one card of advice as we go throughout the month of June. Thank you so much. So, <laughs> I just spoke about trauma, right? And unearthing our traumas, correct? Yes. The card that comes out, it says, ending a trauma. Transform mm. memories and symptoms. Come on, universe. Come on, spirit. Come mm. on, God. Listen, you can't make this up. So, ending a trauma, it says, do not allow your soul to be oppressed. Where part of you goes, the rest of you will eventually follow. It says this oracle is like a gentle lover guiding you to cope with your reactions to stress and envision yourself in a position of power. Even if you are not a victim of a trauma, actively coping in a way is a way of responding to the challenges of everyday life. This oracle is inspiring you to trust that your life is guided. Unseen spirits flow through the wisdom of Sufi mystics. They come to help you overcome the feeling of helplessness and to encourage you to be the best you can be. They're inviting you. Accept the impact of trauma on your life and take direction on how to improve it 
and how you respond to it. So your mantra here, there's so much more tea that I could give to you, but you know, the spirit was like, listen, give them just enough. Know that you are working through this anxiety. Know that you are working through this pain. And it's only to allow you to clear up space for what's on your way. Your mantra here, I will attach from being traumatized or wounded. I will detach. Excuse me. We ain't attaching. We detach. Excuse me. Let me collect that up. We ain't attaching. We are detaching. I will detach from being traumatized or wounded. I will release those memories and replace them with feelings of unconditional love. I am confident in my ability to process my memories and symptoms and to thrive. Because I'm talking, listen, I'm trying to thrive. I ain't trying to be rich. I'm trying to be wealthy, baby, because wealth... Okay, is forever and rich is temporary. And that's not just wealthy in the, you know, tangible sense like money. That's wealthy in spirit, wealthy in love, wealthy in guidance, wealthy in compassion. And that's what this month is bringing to us. Listen, you got to make space for all the things that you want. Are you about it, about it or not? And that's what I have to leave for you for the month of June. Yes, I'm here for it. And listen, in order to make space, you got to get rid of some stuff. You got to let some of that baggage go. Okay. Listen, bye. Hallelujah. Holla back to the baggage because we don't need you no more. We taking out the trash. Okay. It, it, it's trash day today. Okay. okay. It's giving bad girls club replacement. <laughs> replacement. Like that's what it's giving. <laughs> yes. Clear it out. Okay. And I love this forecast for June from our Purple Pants Premonitions. It's always amazing to just have your spiritual guidance with us. It's, you know, a staple here at the Purple Pants Podcast. But before we go, Gangsta Gurry, let the people know where they can follow you at if they want their own spiritual reading. Let them know what is on the schedule for you. Let them know how they can become a Patreon and support this young, gifted, black, queer angel. Oh, thank you so much, baby. Oh, listen, my whole spirit uh, lit up when you said that. Thank you, boo. Listen, you can find me, Gangster Gurry, at Gangster with an A, because we don't do that ER busted shit over here, okay? Not up in this house. Um, Gurry with two R's because you know what I'm saying I'm from the South. You can find me on Twitter at Gangster Gurry as well. You can find me on Patreon. That's where uh, people come to get some personal messages uh, and just to support my work as somebody that's upcoming really out here trying to do their grind. Um, you can also find me GangsterGurry.me. That's my website. Um, I may have a couple of bookings open for the month of June, but you just got to keep your eyes out. Or you can email me GangsterGurry at gmail.com. Listen, you can find me everywhere, baby. All you got to do is type me in. Huh? Yes, and until next time, this is your Purple Pants Premonitions. Who's the freak? Who's the freak? Who's the freak of the week? Who's that? Who's that? Who's that freaky, freaky freak? Who's the freak of the week? And we have made it to the freak of the week. And Bayback, this one is definitely a freak of the week. I'm sure you guys have seen by now this viral TikTok video that has been circulating all over the world wide web, the internets, the Instagrams, and the TikTok. And Bay Bay, it is the video of this. At first, it looked just looked like a lady who sees a bear in her backyard. And she go and push the bear off the ledge. Now, when I seen the video, I said, oh, Lord, no, no, no. Okay. 
Now, don't tell Barb this, but uh, if that was Sunshine, baby, she on her own, okay? I ain't fighting no bear. When the story broke and it got so much coverage, it ended up being a 17-year-old young lady named Haley Mordeco, okay, over there in Bradbury, California. She was minding her business in her house. She heard her dogs barking. She looked out the window and who? Chile. She saw her dogs barking at the bear and the bear was kind of like swatting the dogs. She said she didn't even know it was a bear. She just kind of sort of went into protective mode over her dog and ran outside and pushed the bear and grabbed her dogs and ran in the house. Then she looked on her camera and she was like, oh my God, it was a bear. Now, when we watch the whole video, we see that it was a mama bear and she had some cubs and the dogs were barking because, you know, they're in their backyard. They're territorial. So they were just barking and the mama bear felt as though the dogs were coming after her cubs. And so she started swatting them and bay bay. But what that mama bear did not know was that them dogs had a mama bear named Haley. And Haley came running on out. She pushed the bear, Chile, because I would have been in the house. I would have been knocking on the window. I would have been like, come in the house. Shoe bear, shoe. Okay, I don't know if I would have went on out there and pushed the daggone bear. But she did it. And thankfully for her, she was uninjured. She had literally a sprained finger. Now that 400 pound bear could have ate her and them dogs up. But she was able to survive. Her dogs made it out safely. And all she had was a bruised finger. And now she is internet famous and known all over the world at this point. And now Haley is the freak of the week. Okay. Child, she said bear what? Bear who? Bear no. The story gets even more funnier because, you know, Black Twitter, when Black Twitter got a hold of this video, they went to the archives. And y'all know the rapper Mystical. Shake it fast. Watch yourself. But show me what you're working with. Shake. Okay. Yeah, Mystical, you know him. Well, about nine to ten years ago, he was on the radio with DJ Green Lantern for like their invasion of the radio radio show and mystical was a guest and they frequently had guests do freestyles so mystical did a freestyle and at the time the lyrics were hilarious and people were like mystical is crazy but baby how on time were these lyrics listen real quick I'm cold as a lion with no hair. If you ever see me fighting in the forest with a grizzly bear, help the bear. Okay, so 10 years ago, we like, Mystical, why are you in the forest fighting a bear? Talk about help the bear. But listen, baby, fast forward to June 2021. Somebody should have somebody should have played that song for the bear because Haley said, if you ever see a bear in my backyard attacking my dogs, help the bear. Okay, so now on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, Everybody is making, like, playing that video with that mystical soundtrack. I can't even. For real, for real, mystical should be Freak of the Week. But if Haley is the Freak of the Week, that means we are coming to a close of another amazing podcast. I want to thank you so much for always supporting your baby boy, listening, and showing me love. And if you haven't already, please make sure you are subscribed to the Purple Pants Podcast. We're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, wherever it is that you get your podcasts from. We there. You know my Uncle Pookie. He driving around Philly with the top down. He got the subscriptions too, so you could get them from him. Make sure you write a review. 
Let me know what you thought. Let me know what you want to hear more of. Give your baby boy some five stars and make sure you tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend that if they ever outside and they see a bear, help the bear. Because we outside. Because it's a, it's a, it's a. It's the Purple Pants. It's the Purple Pants. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. You better get your headphones and listen up quick. The Purple Pants Podcast. You better listen in public, might make your stomach hurt. Ooh. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. You're trying to unwind. You better get that box wine. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. You're trying to get your snack. You better hurry right back, though. It's the Purple Pants. It's the Purple Pants. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.